Are you a Jedi? I am. Come, little one. Friday, everybody, and welcome to the most adorable Star Wars podcast in all of cyberspace, The Mandalorian Man, where today, whew, I just finished watching Season 2, Episode 8, Chapter 16, The Rescue. My goodness, my gracious, I love The Mandalorian, but before we go any further, let's hear from today's sponsors. Okay, okay. I, I can't, I can't wait any longer. Uh, oh my God. Oh my God. You, you watched it, right? I, I can't, you, you wouldn't be here if you didn't watch it. Um, oh my God. Oh my God. Two words, two words. Bib Fortuna. No, 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 wait, wait, wait. Um, wow. Wow. I, I am excited. I'm happy. I'm sad. I am thrilled. I am, I don't know. I don't know. Like it's December 18th. I'm officially on a two week vacation now for the rest of the year, but it feels like Christmas came early. Christmas is already here. Um, I mean, come on. Let's, let's, let's not, uh, bury the, the headline here. Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker. Now, earlier today, and, and I have to say, it is like 8 o'clock when I started watching the episode tonight. I stayed completely spoiler-free. You know, I flipped through the news. If I saw anything that said, man, duh, I, 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 I totally looked away. I didn't see any, like, spoilers or anything. And lucky enough, when, like, you type in Mandalorian in news, you don't see the spoilers right away. I was afraid maybe on Twitter I'd see something, but I didn't see anything. I wasn't, I was completely unspoiled for the big reveal and completely unspoiled for the big announcement. The little, the little, uh, stinger after the credits, we will get there. We will get there, but oof, oof, oobity oof this episode. So what are we doing here? Well, we're here to talk about how, uh, the Mandalorian, Armando, which I, I know he has a name. It's like Jin or something or Din or doesn't matter. We just call him Mando. He is putting together a team of uh, resourceful Mandalorians uh, or at least a guy in Mandalorian. I'm, I'm completely flustered, as you can tell. Like I, I don't even remember how this episode began. Um, it started way back in history with, um, my goodness, I, I don't Remember, was the first thing they were doing was chasing down the doctor, right? That's how it opened? It had to be. It has to be. Yes. No. Maybe? Yes. So, 
remember the doctor is the guy who's working on the child. They track him down. He's being flown by a couple of uh, Imperial uh, uh, dubers, and um, they, um, Boba Fett is carrying Cara Dune and our Mandalorian, and they start shooting at the ship, and I- I'm completely excited. They start shooting at the ship, and they're like, uh, they they hit it with a with an ion blast or something that basically you know killed all their electronics, all their every all their computers, everything on board, and left them stranded. So they pull up and they're like, prepared to be boarded. You know, lower your shields, prepared to be boarded. They think boarded. They think um, you know that they're pirates there to for the taking. But um, then the doctor, they are like, we we have this you know this doctor here is very important, and. Uh, Mando's like, yeah, we've met. Um, so, uh, one of the guys is like, holds a gun to the doctor, like, you know, hey, you you are gonna get him, or you're gonna get, you know, if you get any closer, I'm gonna kill him, and he's who you want. He ends up killing the other pilot because the other pilot is like ready to turn quickly. Um, but then he started saying all these things that were kind of interesting, you know, things you never that weren't I never talked about. They're talked about in Star Wars fandom, but they're not talked about in the Star Wars world where um, the guy's like, I was on the Death Star. I saw Alderaan uh, get destroyed. And he's like coaxing, you know, um, goading Cara Dune because her, she was from um, Alderaan. And uh, he's like, I see the tear. He's like, I was there. He goes, um, in, he talks about, uh, you know, the Death Star. And she's like, oh, yeah, which one? Because, of course, they were both uh, exploded. And um, he's like, oh, uh, very funny. You know how many millions of people died on that? And you, you don't hear that said much. And he called her and called them terrorists, which from the people on the Empire side, that's what they're being told, I assume, that these rebels, these, this, uh, this, um, you know, this, what, what do you call it, the... Uh, the rebel, I guess it's the rebel alliance, whatever you want to call it, that they're seen as terrorists to the hardcore empire folk. But uh, Cara Dune did not wait around, took him out, boom, blasted, boom, took your face off. And then they head to wherever to find uh, Bo-Katan and Sasha Banks, who I don't know her name. Uh, her real name is Mercedes Verdanos. Uh, but of course, the the professional WWE wrestler uh, Sasha Banks is back, as is Katie Sackhoff. Um, but the dude wasn't back. Did he? He didn't die, did he? I don't think he died in the last time they were together. So whatever. There's a two of them, not three of them. Um, and Mando and Boba Fett show up, saying, "Hey, we need your help." And she's like. She looks right at man at uh, Boba Fett. And she's like, "You're not a Mandalorian." He's like, "Or oh, never seen all I was." And they're like, "You're a clone." I recognize that voice. I've heard it a thousand times. Because he's like, "Oh, he goes this." He goes, "You're a disgrace to this armor." He's like, "This armor belonged to my father." He's like, "You mean your donor?" Which she's technically right. You're a clone, aren't you? Um, and they start getting in a little scuffle. Him and the um, in. Um, Sasha Banks. I'm sorry, I don't know her name. And I keep yawning. I was not tired the entire episode. I was enthralled. 
And yet the moment I put it off, I turn it off, and the moment I start talking, I, uh, I start yawning. And that is very, very unprofessional and not worth, like, you, you know, um, I'm definitely not worth, I don't even know what I'm talking about. I was going to say not worth the money you pay, but then I don't know. Listen, let's get back to the show, okay? I'm tired. You're tired of listening to me rambling. So there was it was a cool moment because um, Mando and the other the Mandalorian, I mean Boba Fett and the other Mandalorian, were fighting, and you saw a couple you saw a couple wrestling moves there. And then at one point they're shooting fire at each other, and, and Bo-Katan's like, "All right, all right, calm down. Um, you know, if we had this much effort in the first place, we'd be able to save Mandalore." And Boba Fett's like, Mandalore, the Empire turned that, that planet into glass. So here's what it ends what ends up happening. They talk Bo-Katan and the other Mandalorian into helping them save the child because he's like, we can get to Moff Gideon. He has the child. Um, and they have an Imperial cruiser and that will come in handy for you trying to get back to Mandalore. And um, the... Uh, where was I? My goodness, I am awful at this tonight. So they talk her into it. So basically they're saying, look, if you come help us, I don't care about the cruiser. You can have the cruiser and you can use that as your quest to get Mandalore back. All they want is the child. He's all that matters to me. So they're like, all right, um, we'll help you. But, and it's always like, but here's, here's part of the quest. Um, you have to bring Moff Gideon to me. He has something that used to belong to me that I want. They're like, what? It's the dark saber. It can cut through anything. Well, almost anything. It can't cut through a, a pure Beskar. And that little thing was like, you know, it was a little like, hey, audience, that thing can cut through almost anything except the armor that the Mandalorian belongs to. Don't forget that for later use. All right, let's go. And so they um, they get into um, so this is the, the plan now. They have they have the ship that they stole, and they have Boba Fett's ship. The plan is to um, pretend that Boba Fett is chasing them down, shooting at them, and they're looking for um, they're pleading to get rescued to get to board the cruiser to get away from. Um, the, you know, Boba Fett. So they're like, don't, don't shoot us. But what they didn't know, so they start doing that. They're, they're, but before they get there, I shouldn't, I shouldn't say this yet, but before we get there, the, um, they're with the doctor and they're talking about their, you know, boarding things. And the doctor's like, you know, I wouldn't do that if I were you. Uh, so then the doctor, for some reason, started to help them, which makes me think that he's not an evil guy. He's just a scientist, I guess who is, um, I don't know, just doing what he thinks for the... Maybe he's an amoral scientist, uh, a doctor, but he's not purely evil. Or, more more realistically, he is looking out for himself and thinking the easiest way for him to survive. So he tells them... He basically tells them, look, this is they have these dark troopers there now. And they're like, yeah, um, you know, who are these men? And they're like, no, no. Uh, the the men were the problem. They they got rid of them. They're just droids now, and um, but this is where we keep the prisoners. So he's he's held in here, guarded with um, 
in here, which makes me realize he's already been there. He wasn't going to the, the, the cruiser. He was probably leaving the cruiser. So that's when they came back. Maybe they were like, well, I don't know. Actually, that's wrong because they wouldn't think that it's the same cruiser because all of a sudden there's a woman on the on the on the uh, the you know communicator saying we're being shot at. We need we need to get on. We need to get on the ship. Um, it works, but all it does is get them past the cannons. They don't. All, all it got them was not shooting at them because Boba Fett's shooting at them. Um, you know they're they're being like hold off, hold off. We're sending out Tie Fighters. They send out TIE fighters who are awful at their job. Boba Fett is just, you know, basically he's hiding. He's, you know, maneuvering. He's shooting but missing completely. And then they take their ship, crash it in on board the, the cruiser so they can get on. And once they're on, Boba's like, none of this. Pew, pew, take out this TIE fighter, take out this TIE. And, like, never misses. And then speeds off cyber you know cyberspace no light speed whatever hyperspeed whatever the hell you call it takes off boom he's gone and now they're on the ship so here's the here's what the plan is so we got Cara Dune, we got Fennec we got uh uh Bo-Katan and we got uh um I don't know her name Sasha Banks character the other Mandalorian so it's got four women and they're like they're leading the charge, which is like very cool to see. Um, and they are heading in and causing all kinds of trouble and havoc, looking like the cavalry has arrived. But what really happens is uh, they're they're doing that so that our Mandalorian can slip back and go pick up the kid, go pick up Grogu. And so they do that perfectly and they take out every, you know, stormtroopers left and right stormtroopers looking like oh no and hey there wait a second don't you know get them and stormtroopers that are terrible at their sh- at shooting um, but uh, they just completely and sometimes they're just standing there like hey what's going oh, oh and they're getting shot um, they're probably Wilhelm scream but I, I might have missed it but these guys they're taking out the, the um, taking them out left and right left and right left and right they, um, while they're doing that, Mando is, uh, slipping in and Moff Gideon's like, um, release the dark, the dark, um, stro- the dark troopers, right? The dark troopers is what they're called. It's the dark saber and the dark troopers. Um, and these guys really give me, you know, Katie Sackhoff there, these guys really give up a Cylon vibe from uh, Battlestar Galactica, a little bit of a Terminator vibe. Didn't feel they don't feel super Star Wars to me. They but this is ten years after you know Star Wars, nine years, ten years after Star Wars, and obviously it was something that they tried and they failed. They it seems like the stormtroopers try constant things. First, it's um, clones. Then I don't know if it's just regular men. Then they go on to dark troopers. Then they go to stealing children and raising them in the first order. Um, but this is like, there is a history. I'm sure someone knows it perfectly. Uh, but again, that's not me. I'm the guy watching it, reacting, and asking questions like, you know, what are all the phases of the stormtroopers? Because there's still the the, um, the classic white-helmeted troopers that we um, know. They're still there at this point. And then they're in the future too, but they're children. So I, are these guys under the hood, under the helmet, still... Um, 
Boba Fett looking guys? Are they still Jango Fett looking guys? Are they still clones? I don't even know that. They... No, I mean, this is 30 years before, like, the Clone Wars happened, Revenge of the Sith happened, and then, what, like, 20 years or so? Maybe 19 years when Luke Skywalker, how old he's supposed to be in the first one? So, I don't know if they're clones anymore, but they might be. Um, anyway, that's besides the point. Basically, he releases the, 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 the Dark Troopers, and Mando is, like, right there when they almost come out, which there's, like, this buildup where it's not just, like, um, you know, or at least the Dark Troopers, and then they run up, hey, I'm here. Uh, there was, like, it was, like, booting up an old computer. It's, like, vroom, and then they, they, they all turn, and then it's, like, and they walk slowly, and it's, like, giving Mando just enough time. Then the door starts to open. He tries to close it in time to block them, but he doesn't. One gets out. And you're like, oh, okay, he's got to deal with one. But then the others are starting to punch their way out, punch their way out. And Mando is getting his ass handed to him by this one, uh, smashing his face. But it's it's awesome because the, the helmet is the perfect Beskar armor where it doesn't dent or at all, but it actually dents the wall behind it. He's getting pushed back into the wall, but the helmet's keeping him alive. Finally, he gets the, he lights this thing on fire. Nothing. He's getting his ass handed to him. Finally, he gets the Beskar spear. Beskar or Beskar? Beskar. Again, I don't know. And sticks it right under the, the like the neck helmet area of this, uh, the head of this, this robot. And uh, completely shorts it out and kills it. And then the other ones are starting to get out. He quickly he quickly acts, hits this button, which apparently right on the other side of these of this guy's... Uh, room is a door an air you know uh door whatever you want to call it a window what i don't know what it's called but then it opens it up and all these things get sucked off into space and my first thought was this is it the dark the dark troopers are all um that's it they've just been sucked out of space i thought we were done with them so he heads off back and it's very quiet uh they get up to the um to the bridge and there's no Moff Gideon there. Mando opens the door to where our child, Grogu, is uh, been held captive. And there's Moff Gideon right there, holding the sword, holding the lightsaber. The dark saber, I should say, not the lightsaber. Oh, light and dark. I just, I just got it. Oof, I'm sad. Um, holding the dark saber over uh, Grogu's head. Grogu's like, oh, hi, buddy. Uh, and he's like, give me the, chi- give me the child. And he's like, what happened? Moff Gideon is basically like, um, yeah, I see the connection with you too. He goes, I, you, oh, he starts talking about, I know why you're here. You're here with Bo-Katan. I bet you everyone, every, they've killed every single person on this ship, haven't they? And yet they're looking for me and I'm here and they don't even care about me. All they want is this, the dark saber. And, um, He's like, but at one point he goes, you know, I see the bomb with your child. You can have him. He's very, he's very special. Uh, you can take him. I've already um, got what I need from him, from him anyway. Um, his blood, and I'm I'm going to study it. So I still think this is has to be connected to how they either bring back the uh, emperor and how they create um, the uh, what's his name. 
there. The Snoke fella. Yeah, that's his name, Snoke. But again, I say Snoke, but Snoke even wasn't even real, was he? He was just a puppet of the Emperor. It's all very confusing. I, I got to rewatch uh, The Last Jedi one more time. Because it was like, the Snoke thing was very underwhelming. Where in the first one, it's very confused. Like, who is this? Who is this guy? And then the second one, it's like, oh, he's dead. And then the third one, you're like, hey, he wasn't really, really, he was just the Emperor. Right? I haven't watched The, the Rise of Skywalker since the theater. That's embarrassing. Um, it's, you know, I really miss seeing Luke Skywalker on screen. Anyway, as I keep watching The Mandalorian, um, he's like, you could take him. He puts the light, the, the dark saber away. Mando goes to pick up the kid. Now, right when he turns his back on Giancarlo Esposito, it's like, oh no, you shouldn't have done that. And then all of a sudden you hear, because you can't just turn on the dark saber. It, without making noise. It's like when you, you boot up an old computer. Boom. Uh, and he's right away turns and then boom, a fight ensues and they're fighting and fighting and fighting. It's good. It's a good battle. And you knew it was going to happen. You knew at one point we we're going to get dark saber versus Beskar um, spear and they're kicking each other's asses. Uh, but Mando's still the man. Mando gets the better of him, knocks the saber away. Um, <clears throat> And um, gets you know spares uh, his life Moff Gideon. He doesn't. He has no. He's not going to kill him for no reason. And the next thing we see is Moff Gideon uh, being brought into the 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 main deck there by Mando holding the dark saber and the child. And Bo-Katan has this look on her face, like, oh, what happened? And he's like, oh, he, you know, I, I, I took care of things. We're all set. Um, and Moff Gideon has this big smile on his face because he's like, oh, you don't understand. Um, you, that belongs to you now. Uh, and she, um, but she wants it. And he's like, I don't, I don't care. You can have it. She's like, no, no, no. He's like, no, sorry. You can't have it. It's not the, um, it's not the saber that holds the power. It's the story. So the only way that can be won is through combat. So technically, um, wait a minute. Technically, Moff Gideon uh, was defeated in combat by Mandalorian, by Armando, and got the the um, dark saber. So why can't he just be like, you know, I don't know, the like kick me in the leg. Oh, I win. I, I, I yield. Here's the, you know, the dark saber. I guess technically the story would be that it was given in, um, like in a false victory. So I guess you can't have that. So you, it, what it does is set up something for the future where Bo-Katan is going to have to battle Mando for this sword. They can't, they didn't set that up for it not to come back. So you expect uh, Katie Sackhoff to come back um, in season three, I would I would assume at some point. Um, but they're like, oh, he's like, um, you know, Moff Gideon's just laughing about it, laughing about it, and they shove him away, shove him aside, and he he sees a little blaster on the ground. He had a little blaster. He sees a blaster on the ground. And he covers it up real quick, and he just stays there. Because 
he's like, uh, all of a sudden, the they're like, what's happening? Oh, we're getting boarded. How many life forms? Zero. Because the dark troopers are back. Because they're robots. They can fly right back. They flew right back onto the ship. And he's like, you had trouble with one. How are you going to do with a whole battalion? So they start showing up right outside the door. They're like, close the blast doors. They close the doors. They put the blast doors down. And um, the 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 ships, you know, the the uh, the not the ships, the stormtroopers, the dark troopers start smashing and smashing and smashing the door, and they're making their way through. And Moff Gideon's like, um, you know, it's how this is going to end, right? You're all, everyone in this room is going to die, except me and the child, uh, and. They're smashing their way, they're smashing their way through, smashing their way through, and <clears throat> all of a sudden, um, there's like a, an alert, and we see one ship coming through, and you're like, oh, uh, the, here comes the, the cavalry, and you see an X-Wing, and my first thought was, oh, it's those two X-Wing, you know, pilots that are, you know, that have been in other episodes that show up to save the day, and they're here to save the day just randomly, I guess, Um but then uh, one of them says, one X-Wing? What's that? You know, what's the good of that? Oh, great, one X-Wing. And I sat up in my chair and said, oh, my God, Luke Skywalker. Like, that was my first thought. I go, oh, my God, Luke Skywalker. And then we see this, um, this figure coming off the X-Wing with his, you know, in a hood. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's Luke Skywalker. And he, we see a lightsaber, and I think, my, and then I'm thinking, are they just, are they messing with us? We see this lightsaber, and it's taking out these, these things like it's nothing. Using the force, you know, taking these dark, these dark um, troopers out, crushing them, you know, blocking their shots, cutting them in half, taking each one down like it is child's play. And we see the glove, and I'm like, oh my god, it's Luke Skywalker, oh my god. So I thought at one point he was going to do all that and then leave. Um, but then um, Moff Gideon realizes this. There's a moment he takes his gun and he goes to, um, he shoots. Um, oh, he shot. No, she still lived though, right? He shot um, Bo-Katan's sidekick there, the other Mandalorian, Sasha Banks. And then he goes to shoot Grogu. It was like, what? And our Mandalorian jumps and dives right in front of it, to, right in front of uh, Grogu to save him. Um, and they're like, drop the gun. And he goes, to, he, the next, this next logical thing, as the coward he is, he takes the gun, he puts it under his chin, he's about to take himself out. And Cara Dune knocks the gun out of his hand, knocks him in the face and knocks him out. He's out of the picture. And then, um, oh, the real moment that made me almost gave me chills was when the X-Wing came on board and Grogu's ears just perked up like, huh? Like he sensed the connection. And I was like, oh, my God, it's happening. And while uh, while this hooded figure is is chopping down these dark sabers and making their way through, Grogu like goes up to the screen that's watching them, watching it happen. He's putting he's touching the screen. You can see there's some sort of connection. And then. All of a sudden, uh, the, the all the droids are dead, and uh, our Mando's like, "Open the open the doors!" And like, "You crazy?" He goes, "Open the doors." The doors open, and in walks this hooded figure, 
lightsaber down, pulls the hood back, and it's freaking Luke Skywalker. And look, the effects were good enough. Okay, they weren't perfect. Um, you can only do so good with this de-aging. Um, I don't know how it worked exactly. It's definitely Mark Hamill's voice. He was credited in the movie. It's definitely a younger version of Mark Hamill's face. I'm sure maybe it was someone else's body. I don't know. Maybe it was Mark Hamill. I don't know exactly. Um, but there he is. Luke freaking Skywalker. And he, he, made the, he made the connection with Grogu from that time where Grogu was on the, the rock in the, in the Jedi Temple. That the connection was found, and you remember Luke had a connection with Yoda, where he knew something was wrong, and he had to, he had to head to the Dagobah system. Well, he made this connection because Luke is super strong with the Force, makes this connection with Grogu, and he's like, um, "Are you a Jedi?" And he's like, "I am," and I can tell the Force is strong with this one, but he needs to be trained. He needs to harness his training. I can make sure he gets that training, and then I start to worry about. Um, then I start to think about the future. And I think about the other movies. And I think about Luke being alone on that island and how he let Ben Solo down, and or he thinks he let Ben Solo down. And I also and I start to think of um, Grogu. And was Grogu part of that? And was Grogu lost? I, I don't know. I have no idea. Um, but he looks, you know, he's like, you can, you can come with me. And Grogu looks at Mando like, and he's like, he doesn't want to go. He goes, he's looking for permission from you. And then, I mean, I don't want to cry, but the thought of this, um, you know, I mean, you know, Grogu is a, is quite a, an intelligent super being, but I think of my puppy dogs and I think of my dog that I'm sitting right next to now. And like, if I had to say goodbye, oh my goodness, I would cry my eyes out. Um, you know, like someone has to take my dog or something like that. I know, I know relating, uh, 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 the child to a dog is, is, is not right, but I also don't care. He, um, he says, you know, he's like, um, you need to go. It's, it's okay. It's okay to go. And then Grogu just reaches his hand up and touches the Mandalorian's helmet. And then Mando does the this was just like it was and it it would have meant even more if he didn't take his helmet off last time I think except he took his helmet off last time for the child and he did it again and this time it was like let me gaze upon you with my own eyes kind of thing you know that kind of like it was very it was reminiscent of Luke seeing uh, Anakin, seeing Darth Vader take his helmet off, in, in, in a sense. Um, and Luke was there. He's probably like, oh, man, I, I remember that. That reminds me of dear old dad. Mando takes his helmet right off. He did shave his mustache in the meantime. Uh, and he, he looked at Grogu, and Grogu looked at him, and they were able to look at each other in the eyes for the first time. And Grogu was probably like, oh, my God, there's a face under there. Um, but he touches his cheek and it was like, they just looked in each other's eyes and, uh, it, like you could see a little tearing up and it was like, oh my God, this is a, a spaceman and a puppet 
talking to it, you know, sitting, you know, and, and, and there's so much emotion that real actors, you know, that, that actors can get. That puppet, that child is just awesome. He is the, he is, while he's not the quote unquote star of the show, he is the, he is the star of the show, you know? You know, Happy Days wasn't supposed to be about Fonzie, but Fonzie took over. And, uh, Steve Urkel uh, wasn't quite the focus of Family Matters, but Steve Urkel uh, took over. Yes, I am telling yes, there is uh, Arthur Fonzarelli, Stefan Urkel, and Grogu the Child. Those are the three uh, examples I'm giving you of this. Where, But they knew he was going to steal everyone's hearts. But what happens now? Because... He says it's okay to go, and he puts down, and he goes. But I will. We will meet each other again. We will see each other again, and that warmed my heart, because then he puts the child down on the ground, and he, the child walks over a little bit, and what do we see? Bloop 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 bloop. In walks in R two freaking D two. But of course, I, I should have known. He he's on the X wing. Why wouldn't he be with R two? Uh, and R two looks down. At Grogu puts his wheel up and then does a little dance, and Grogu's like, ah, and he kind of likes it, and he walks over, and then he puts his arms up like, yes, pick me up, Luke Skywalker, pick me up and take me, and I was like, oh no, and oh my god, I'm just keep saying and, and then um, they leave, oh they they go back to the elevator, they turn and we see. R2-D2, Luke Skywalker, and Grogu. And Luke gives a little nod. Mandalorian gives a little nod. The elevator door closes. We see one last look of Mando. The episode's over. And the season's over. And it leaves me with so many feelings. Mando did his job. Mando did finished his quest. The quest that he was not hired to do. He was hired to, uh, I guess, essentially destroy the, this child. My assumption is, um, well, wait. He was hired to destroy the child. I'm assuming. To prevent, hmm, I'm trying to put everything together. No, 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 no. He was he brought the child back to the doctors at the beginning. This is like the first second episode. But the IG tried to kill the child. Oh, that's what it was. They were given two. They were given two different things, right? He was told to bring it back, and the other one was told to kill it. Uh, Right, but why was he told to kill it? Very interesting. I don't. I'm. I. I don't remember. But anyway, he was told. He his original quest was to bring the child back to the uh, to the buyer, and he did that. But it was he, he in that moment. He in that time he made a connection, and from there on out, he well he went to his blacksmith woman, who said. That you know he should probably be with the Jedi, and from there on out, it was kind of his quest to get this uh, this child to safety. 
to get it to where um, he belongs and he belongs with the Jedi and um, I don't know he's not the last Jedi he was pretty much the return of the Jedi even though there are Jedi out there during this because uh, uh, Ahsoka Tana she's out there and Luke Skywalker's out there so there must be others there can be others there have to be others out there um, so this was Luke Return of the Jedi circa, you know, t- a little older, 10 years older or so. <clears throat> um, the the effects a little vacant in the eyes, you know, but it didn't matter. And I, it, it just like, I said, okay, they're making them look young. There's the, the limitations are, they're only so good, right? And it's good enough. And maybe if I watch it on a bigger screen, but it's good enough. And it, is was so exciting and so um, like so unexpected that uh, I couldn't like I didn't care any special effect thing. I looked right past it. It was so friggin' great to see um, the you know. At first, I thought, "Oh my god, they can't." I I've mentioned on this show. I was like, "That's there's no way that's Boba Fett. They can't bring him back." And, you know, people said, oh, I wonder if we'll see Luke Skywalker. I was, I was like, you'll, you, why would you see Luke Skywalker? How would you see? And, and you, you have to realize you can't put anything past uh, the story. And you can't put anything past the technology, the ability to bring the story. I mean, we've gotten, we got a young Carrie Fisher in Rogue One. And we got a young Luke Skywalker. We got them kind of young in the, in the Rise of Skywalker. And we got uh, another one here. Um with Grogu and our Mandalorian. And it's funny that I, um, well, I don't want to get to the credits yet, but, uh, oh, directed by Peyton Reed, who uh, directed the Ant-Man movies. Um, he's like, it's funny. He didn't, he directed like, bring it on the cheerleading movie, a couple like love movies. And, and then yes, man with, uh, Jim Carrey, then Ant-Man, Ant-Man 2, and Ant-Man 3, Ant-Man and the Wasp, and Ant-Man and the Wasp, the third one, and this. Uh, and awesome. I mean, he's the one. You, okay, it's almost like, okay, buddy, you're the one who's bringing Luke Skywalker to um, to the Mandalorian world. And it would have been even more mind-blowing if we didn't have the new movies with Luke Skywalker back. Like, oh my God, we actually get Luke Skywalker back. So we've, we've gotten the original Luke Skywalker, we got old Luke Skywalker, and we got this Luke in the middle. Luke in the middle with you. But my big concern on this, this ending, is season three. What is season three? Is season three uh, the, trying to get Mandalore? Is season three trying to get her on the throne? Is Bo-Katan going to become an adversary? Um, like... Is Bo-Katan, Bo-Katan's not going to have her own show. I feel like everyone's getting their own show. We'll get there. Uh, I was going to say, well, maybe Ahsoka Tana come back, but she's going to get her own show, which makes sense. You can't bring Rosario Dawson in to play this fa- this like fan favorite of a Star Wars character um, and just have a one shot. You got to, you know, the fact that she's getting her own show makes sense. And I can't wait to watch every Star Wars show, but I don't think I'll be podcasting every Star Wars show, just this one. Um, so, Here's the thing. This is the season finale. Now, last year, 
I said, I'm going to go back and I'm going to rewatch it. And I'm going to, and I'm going to, you know, maybe I'll do a uh, live watching. Like I'll watch the episode during, you know, and do like some sort of, uh, like a live, um, uh, you know, commentary during an episode. And I didn't, I didn't do anything, nothing, not a thing. And I, it was like a year until I came back. And here's the thing. We're not going to get uh, the Mandalorian now for about another year. Doesn't it come back around Christmas time next year? So uh, I hope you stay with me. And I hope you stay subscribed. Because uh, there's a good chance you won't hear from me for a while if you just listen to this podcast. Uh, but we will be back. We will be back. Now, um, I'm not done yet. What concerns me is, and I hate, I'm just going to say it, is Grogu out of the picture? Is the, is, is what you, what the laymen still call Baby Yoda? Are we, are we going to see the child again? He has been such a focal point of this show. Uh, his quest, you know, he, and he became the star of the show. Um, and his quest was, you know, his, his safety was the major quest of our Mandalorian. Uh, and now that that's over, like, where do we go from here? What do we do? Do, would I watch a show where now a, 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 um, special effects, youngified Luke Skywalker trains Grogu? Yes, I would. We're not going to get that. I mean, I'll never say never, but, um, I would do that. Would I, would I take a time jump and, and, and we get a young, a little older Grogu who can talk. Um, I don't know. That would be weird. It would have been funny if all of a sudden he was like, goodbye, Mando. Or, or if he had like, um, you know, the little creature on, um, on uh, Futurama. And he had a, deep, a sweeping voice like this where he's like, <clears throat> goodbye, Mando. I will miss you. Um. We didn't get any Carl Weathers in this episode, man. Anyway, that's just my concern. What is going to happen in season three? Where is where is Armando? Where are you know where's Armando going to go? And is something going to happen where Grogu he has to come back and collect Grogu from Luke Skywalker again? Because I'm well, you know, I was going to say, uh, is the Empire still after him? But they don't really need to be. And they're not going to go up against Luke Skywalker, I don't think. Um, but he, because they have the blood already, right? So, I mean, I guess they're, they're, they don't need Grogu anymore, I suppose. But what happens if they run out of blood again? I mean, I guess they did before, or they didn't have enough. Oh, boy. I mean, what, what a time to be alive. So... I noticed at the end of this that the credits um, didn't have our normal murals. You know, usually, it ends like the it ends with some art rendition, not murals, but art artist renditions of the um, the show. I wouldn't call them, you know, a storyboards, maybe, but like really well done uh, art paintings of the um, things that happen in the episode. And we didn't get that. We just got. Yellow text on a black background. Um, and so I was like, I was like, oh, maybe they come later. So I, I 
was using the I didn't skip ahead completely but I dragged you know the little bar at the bottom and I said oh I see a I see a uh, some sort of palace I'm gonna back up here and wait because we're getting some sort of stinger at the end ding, ding, ding. and what do we see but I believe we see Jabba's palace oh Jabba's palace but wait Jabba's dead we go inside the palace and oh it's it's Bib Fortuna uh, and he's getting he looked fat he looked like he put on some pounds and I was like wait is that how you become the next hut you just sit in this chair and keep eating and then you get really fat so um, they're hanging out and it's a couple people that like you recognize from Jabba's palace there was a, another uh, blue woman held prisoner there were a couple of those uh Pig guards are those Gamorian guards? Is that what they're called? The pig face dudes. Uh, we saw that we saw some of them on the uh, season premiere, and in the finale, they're back. Hey, you got those suits? Might as well use them again. Uh, and they show up, and all of a sudden, pew pew, they're dead. And um, uh, pew pew pew, all the other people like scatter. And all, who comes down? But it's Fennec. Fennec, uh, Ming Na Wen. And you're like, oh, what's going on here? At first, I thought it was, you know, we'd see what the Mandalorian's up to next season. Or at one point when I thought, wait, is Luke Skywalker going to be back here again? But it's Fennec and she, um, Big Fortuna's like, oh. And um, Fennec shoots the chain to let the woman go. They escape. And who walks down the steps but Boba Fett? Now, if you remember, Boba Fett was there last time. And he died. They thought he died in the Sarlacc pit, and for ten years, uh, you know, he's been hiding out in Tatooine. He's got his armor back now. He's he basically been, I guess, ready to come back. He um, walks right up. Now, my concern was he was standing right over the trap door, so I thought Bib Fortuna was going to try to trap him, and then he turned his jetpack off and fly and fly out. That didn't happen. He's just like Boba Fett, my friend. I thought you were dead. Um, oh, how are you? And Bib, um, he's like, you won't kill me, will you? Or something like that. I don't know. And Boba Fett shoots him, takes him out, just takes his big fat body, throws it out of the, out of the chair and sits and then just comes down and sits in the chair. Like basically I'm taking this place. This is my palace now. And while he does that, uh, Fennec is behind him. She takes a drink of this blue liquid and they're kind of just standing there like in this pose, like this is our place now. And then it goes black. And I thought, oh, and then all of a sudden text on the screen, the book of Boba Fett, December 2021. And I let out another a holy S word. We're getting a Boba Fett show. You know, I loved that Disney announced all these things uh, last week. All these what was it two weeks ago, maybe all these big announcements of all these new shows. And they said we're going to get about 10 Marvel shows and 10 Disney shows, and they announced the 10 Star Wars shows, and they announced a bunch of shows. But they didn't announce all of them. And this one, they left as an announcement on The Mandalorian, get everybody talking. Two, they get them talking about two things. Number one, Luke freaking Skywalker. Number two, the Boba Fett. And his own show. It looks like it's going to be some sort of mini-series. I'm sure it's going to be him and Migna Wen. Uh, probably like 8 to 10 episodes. If it's just a mini-series. I don't know. They can do more. They can do whatever they want. 
Boba Fett's alive and he's taken over Jabba's palace. That's what I, that's my understanding of it. And it almost seemed like, oh yeah, um, you know, I served my purpose to help out uh, the Mandalorian and to help him save the child. So that's not needed anymore. I'm back to uh, kick a little ass and take what's mine. You know, because he was just, he was a bounty hunter. He took uh, 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 Luke, uh, Han Solo. Oh my God, I forgot names. He, he's the one who took Han Solo to bring to the uh, to bring to Jabba in the first place. Um, so, you know, he's the guy who would basically work for the highest bidder. Well, now it looks like he's there to to uh, kick a little ass and uh, take take a little power, and and he's going to be the one giving out orders. That's my guess. I don't know. The fact that it's called the Book of Boba Fett is cool. Just the fact that they're doing all this stuff is awesome. Disney Plus gives Star Wars the ability to just make and you know, as you know, we John Favreau says it's like playing with our action figures. That's what they get to do. Maybe some of it will won't be great. Maybe some of it will be great. And it's just like we're gonna try these things because we have this outlet and this ability to tell these stories and we have this rich history and these rich characters and we're going to dive into them as much as we can. Um, the only, th- I mean, the only thing since everything started was like, was it Rogue, was it the Solo? And they're like, well, maybe we won't be doing these standalone movies like a Boba Fett movie. Well, they don't have to do a Boba Fett movie or an Obi-Wan movie. Well, they don't have to do an obi Obi one Kenobi movie because they got Disney Plus now and they can do a 10-hour movie instead of a two-hour movie. I'd much rather 10 hours of, of Obi-Wan than just a two-hour movie. Uh, a Han Solo TV show would have been would have been awesome. It could, still could be. The point is is that these Star Wars movies can be the tent poles while the Star Wars TV shows can keep things going. And I'm here for it. I'm here for all of it. I love it. Now, I, I joked in the past that I would never watch the prequels again. Now I want to watch every movie. I want to watch them all. Ha! Ah, vacation. I'm so excited. I'm sad that Grogu is no longer with Armando for now. I'm happy that Luke Skywalker is here. I'm happy that Boba Fett is here. I'm interested to see what happens with the Darksaber uh, and with Bo-Katan. Uh, Giancarlo Esposito still alive. Moff Gideon still alive. Uh, I don't know if they're going to bring they're going to bring him to the uh, the New Republic. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm excited to find out in a year. But you know what, friends? If you don't mind the ramblings of a fool like me, there are other podcasts out there that um, I talk and I do just the same. I hit record and I ramble and I yawn. And I, um, right now I feel like I have a cold. I sound like I have a cold, but, uh, there's, uh, there's a whole website called fans.experts.com, uh, where I have all kinds of podcasts that I do. Uh, some of them a little more prepared. Most of them are just me hitting record and talking because I like, even though it doesn't sound great right now, I enjoy the sound of my voice or I enjoy talking about things and just talking and talking and talking uh, 
some of it makes sense, some of it doesn't. Sometimes I'm trying to think things out as I go, but I love watching something and then just immediately reacting to it without any notes, any rehearsals. Uh, it's one of my favorite things to do, and I have a few podcasts where I do it on. I have a podcast called Geek Mentality. If you check that out, I do. Um, right now I'm watching every Batman movie. Uh, every June I watch 30 movies in 30 days. I watch Jaws uh, every day for 30 days. And in March, and in March, it's only a couple months away, I'll be watching Back to the Future every single day on a little project I call Marchie McFly. Other than that, I have, there's other podcasts on there that I do. Um, I don't know. Check them all out. Right now, there's a, there's a It's a Wonderful Life podcast I'm doing with some friends of mine called Pottersville. There's a, a wrestling podcast that I do sometimes with my cousin. Most of the time, he doesn't care. Called the Wrestlefania. He does a podcast called Metallicast. I have an Iron Maiden podcast that I haven't done in a while. I need to get back to. I have a Stranger Things podcast that I do. I have a uh, a Deadwood podcast. I did a Madman podcast. It's called Mikey's Watching. Check that out. Oh my God! All I do is talk into this recorder, and I do it for you, the fan, the listener. Okay, I'm gonna stop talking now, folks. Thank you guys so much for listening and subscribing. Um, and sticking with this show, even though, you know, I didn't do anything for almost a year and it might be dormant for another year, but you know what? You can always go back and listen to this over and over again. That's how, that's how, um, highly I think of myself. How embarrassing I am tired and I am still coming off a high of watching this great episode. Folks, I hope you enjoyed it too. Uh, let me know. You actually can leave a message in the show notes. There's a link where you can leave a voicemail message. Um, at least I'll hear it. And, uh, you know, if I got any, maybe I would play them and I'd, I'd put out a little special episode about that. I don't know. I just thought of that now. Um, there's no way you're still listening. But if you are, God bless you. May the force be with you. Friends, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Geek Mentality. The website is fans.experts.com. And, uh, the Facebook page is Fans on Experts. I'm done. What a season. Very exciting. All kinds of things. This is just all this has done is make the Star Wars Disney Plus universe feel bigger. And it's gonna get bigger and it's gonna get bigger. And I'm gonna be here for every moment of it. And I can't wait to talk to you again. Folks, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for subscribing. I've said that a thousand times. I'm out of here. May the force be with you. I have spoken. Fans not experts.